Hello there, welcome to my podcast. I'm Sarah Louise. I am a construction and architectural photographer specialising in the built environment. Um, Hey, thanks for pressing play today. It's going to be so much fun. Each week I'm going to be dropping a new podcast covering a behind-the-scenes look into photographing buildings and all things related in that space, I guess. Um, So I'll be covering funny on-site stories occasional interviews with building industry leaders such um, as construction and architectural people as well as uh, tips and tricks on how to best prepare for photo shoots and heaps more. So really my adventures navigating this unreal field. So once again a big thank you for listening. I do appreciate you taking time out of your day and I'm so excited to get started. So hey, this is uh, actually my first ever podcast, so bear with me as I'm navigating through. I thought that it might be fitting for me to introduce myself properly and to fill you in on how I got here. So first up, uh, last night I decided to do a search surrounding podcasts in this field, meaning photographing buildings, and I found one. Um an American one. I didn't find anything in Australia and I thought, what? Um, That's crazy. Construction in Australia is huge and um, the photography game to photograph can be pretty competitive. So um, I thought, well, that's it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to start a podcast. So here we are. (laughs) Um, I can say with honesty that I've actually been in the game for a long time now. I've seen a lot of change and I'm sure that I'll see much more um, before I'm finished. And I also never ever thought that this would be my career path. I sort of fell into it quite early and haven't looked back. So um, I thought I'd tell you the story, go back to my humble beginnings. Um, I was a shy and quiet young lady straight out of high school. And um, I started my photography course. Luckily, I was pretty clear that photography was what I wanted to do. So um, for those of you who are creative types, I know you understand what I'm saying. Like when you know, you know, right? Um, You sort of become obsessed with it. And I still am obsessed. Each day is different and I'm still loving every minute of it. So I started at a private photography college in South Melbourne and I coupled it with um, a photography course as well as a business marketing course. Now, this was something pretty um, pretty insistent that my father um, was insistent on um, because he felt that, you know, it's great to know how to photograph but... If you have no business sense, then it's just going to become a hobby, right? So thanks, Dad. I'll uh, be forever grateful for that. <laughs> um, so a very green young me, still living at home, uh, started attending my classes, which happened to be in the evenings, and that left my days free. Now, um, it was a blessing, really, because all of my lecturers were actually working photographers, 
And so that meant that I could assist them during the day and soak up as much as I could. And they were fun times, let me tell you. I mean, man, we had some laughs. Um, All whilst I was getting hands-on experience in portrait shoots, weddings, commercial assignments. Um, So, yeah, good times. And we had so many in-jokes and liked each other so much that we actually hung out socially afterwards as well. (laughs) So still to this day, um, I'm in touch with a couple of the uh, lecturers and they were total rock stars. Um, One in particular, I just saw him before Christmas, Daniel, and um, it's still really, really great to know that we still can lean on each other and, um, yeah. So back in the day, um, it was the mid-90s, if you were going to make it as a wedding photographer um it was it was a going to be shooting people now this was what we were told is where the money was so weddings portraits families um this is the career path that you took if you wanted to make it but can I tell you it absolutely scared the shit out of me um being a female I felt so much pressure knowing that a wedding day is supposed to be the best day of a girl's life and if I could not deliver the goods, I knew what it would mean for her. So I think I put a whole heap of pressure on myself more so than I needed to. Um, Also being quiet in nature and, and quite shy, the thought of rallying the family members after the ceremony outside the church, oh, my God used to make me shake my boots. (laughs) I mean, I'm much stronger now and more assertive. um, But back then, I can tell you, I used to freak out. Not that anyone probably knew. Um, So I did do weddings and I did do family shoots uh, all the time that that was happening. I really wanted to be a famous landscape photographer. Um, And that sort of didn't really happen (laughs) so um I gained some employment at a professional photographic printing company as most of my work was on weekends at that stage and I couldn't sustain enough income to only work on the weekends in hindsight this was actually a good thing as it opened up a new wealth of knowledge for learning all about printing and color management um all about customer service at the time, we only serviced professional photographers, professional working photographers, and God loves them. Most of them are my friends now, and um, they're all still working. But can I tell you, we photographers, we can be such a pain in the ass sometimes. <laughs> I mean, back in the negative days, you couldn't print amazing work if the photographer hadn't done their job, pro- job properly and exposed properly but uh if you try to tell them that yeah it doesn't go over so well so it was a learning curve that's for sure um and then during those years I met my boyfriend who's now my hubby he was an apprentice carpenter and um I'm hoping to interview him in one of the upcoming podcasts. He's an absolute character. <laughs> um, he's highly successful in his own right in the construction industry and a pot stirrer to boot. 
He loves the joke with the boys, um, but he can sort of get on anyone's level, which is really, really cool. So um, he can be groomed and professional when he needs to be or rough and ready on site to get the job done. And he's known as a fixer. (laughs) So anyone watch the show Suits? If you think of Harvey Specter, um, that's, that's my husband, that's Ben. Um, he's got a nickname in the industry, which is Hurry Up Benny, because he builds faster than anyone else we know and just gets shit done. But um, I'll leave all of that for the podcast, so um, hopefully you'll be interested to hear his uh, antics and things that he gets up to. Um, so at the time, his boss was building residential and commercial buildings and found out that I was a photographer and he was pretty keen to get some photos taken of his work. Um, And so through Ben, he asked if I might be able to do this for him. Paid, of course, were his words, which, yes, I thought I can do this, fake it till you make it right. Although I was incredibly nervous and not entirely sure I would pull it off. Anyway, so off I went to a commercial office building um, that had just been completed It was all shiny and new and I fell in love straight away. I mean, this was great. I could quietly go in and get about my business, do what I wanted to do. Nobody was looking over my shoulder or putting pressure on me to get the next location. The walls didn't talk back and so I fell in love. Um, And the fact that I got paid really well to do it, well, that was a bonus. So my mind was totally blown. Maybe this was how I might earn my living from now on. So now all I had to do was build a clientele, um, specifically a repeat clientele, because, uh, you know, if you can do that, then business will uh, sort of stand the test of time, right? So um, it took a little while, I'm not going to lie. I moved on from working at the lab and started managing a leading wedding and portrait studio in East Melbourne. I hadn't quite got there and um, I needed needed to do something else at the same time. And this experience was also one of the best things that could have happened. Um, so it was just as digital was taking off. And I self-taught myself how to edit in Photoshop. I learned how to do framing. I learned how to sell um, in the selling room. I learned everything about managing books and preparing accounting for the accountant. And I made one of my most valuable friendships with uh, the photographer, Andrew. And can I just say a shout out to Andrew? Andrew is seriously a legend in his own lunchtime. He's Uh, a very successful wedding and portrait photographer, now retired, but who was the most supportive and greatest mentor I could ever have known. We ran the studios um, by appointment, but also we didn't open on the studio on Tuesdays or Wednesdays. So these were the days that I was building my own business with full support from Andrew, would you believe? Um, He's always encouraging, he was generous with his equipment and generally happy to see me achieving new milestones. So I can never thank him enough for that uh, time and his advice and those years. And to his credit, he did this for a number of photographers that I know. 
So next I had grown my clients enough to go all out. So now 20-something years on, I'm still running my own photography business. Um, I've got some great kick-ass clients that I'm truly honoured to work with. And I don't say this to tip my own horn. Um, if you get to know me, you'll know that I'm still very humble. I'm still a quiet achiever that goes about things with a minimum of fuss. I just love what I do and I'm unapologetic for it. Um, I have so many goals and dreams that I still want to achieve. Um, I feel that this year is going to be a really big year and I've got big plans for 2020. I am also now um, a mum to two littlies. Ben and myself feel truly blessed after many years of trying. We finally got our two little monkeys, Samuel and Matilda. Um, we live in a beautiful part of Melbourne amongst nature and trees on a property that we feel is our little slice of heaven <laughs> um, and this is where I have my studio here and most of my work's out on location so it works really well um, can be a juggle sometimes but we make it, make it work and we commute to wherever our work takes us really we've got a dog um, a Kelpie named Charlie. We've got some sheep, we've got tons of frogs and local wildlife here that visit. Charlie is still learning the ropes. She's still young. Um, she loves to chase those sheep <laughs> and birds but um, most importantly she loves nothing more than hanging out in the studio or riding shotgun in the car to assignments. Um, she can't actually come on site um, being commercial sites um, dogs aren't allowed but certainly she loves to sit in the car and she guards that car like it's a moving kennel so that's me in the upcoming podcast I'm hoping I'll give you a little insight into the world of photography and construction I've got heaps of funny stories to tell you of things that have happened on site as well as tips for builders and photographers uh, alike on probably what's best practice when photographing a project. I'm planning on interviewing people in the building industry and seeing what makes them tick and so, so, so much more. So um, in regards to sort of behind the scenes and daily antics of what I get up to as well. So, hey, thanks for listening today. I really hope you'll be able to tune in again for the next episode, which I plan on dropping next Monday. Please feel free to leave any comments and reviews. I'm just starting out, so I'd like to see this uh, podcast grow to be something really fun and informative and a great place to hang out. So thanks again. Bye for now.